Hey guys, Wildfire Michael here. Welcome to NSFL Ramblings. This podcast is all about ramblings about the NSFL Simulation League, aka the National Simulation Football League, and everything to do around it and in it. Basically, I'll mostly be talking about the NSFL, but I'll occasionally go off topic to talk about circumstances that interest me, like like currently I just got off eating a kind of crappy. Well, not really crappy. It was good, but it wasn't really that good. Um, store-bought microwaved chicken and rice. But other than that, I'm mostly going to be talking about the NSFL. And first topic today is about my draft night. My draft night was full of anticipation. Basically, when I made my character, I was always looking forward to a DSFL draft. You have to spend a year in developmental before you can... That's it goes down National Simulation Football League. But after that, but after I made my player, I was ready for the draft. And I worked hard in getting my TPE up so that people will notice me. No, I, I was actually on a different podcast before I uploaded it because the guy let me get the money from it. And he said that he was impressed with me when I said I didn't matter where I wanted to go. I would play hard for whoever. I feel like that's an attitude that everyone should have. Like, it doesn't matter where you're going to go. You need to play hard. Don't request a trade just because you ended up at the wrong team or something. Though I don't know if anyone ever actually serious about doing that. But, anyways, my character's name was Eric Richards. He's a linebacker from the University of Kentucky, and he was like a free-time All-American. That's how I made him. But the University of Kentucky is my favorite football team, in case you don't know. But I made Eric Richards, and I just waited for the draft. Eric played all right in the prospect bowl, but he didn't seem to impress many people. And he also lost in prospect bowl games, but... Sorry, the burp, but eh, that's what happens. But after the prospect bowl, it came to the Wednesday of the draft... And I, had to, and I didn't have to wait long for Eric to be picked. He picked up 17th overall by the London Royals. I am grateful for that because I love where I am with the team so far. But yeah, he was drafted by the London Royals. And decided to get to work, earning more TPE, and playing hard. Eric is currently chasing records right now. He's only got 22 tackles on the season. Two games, a second of the week in tackles. He also has an interception. <sighs> I think that's just come for the territory of being a middle linebacker. Sorry, sometimes I have to take a moment to breathe. But yeah, he's a middle linebacker, though. I wouldn't mind having to play other kinds of linebackers because he'll play hard wherever he's put. But yeah, London Royals has started out 2 and 0, though they lost all four of their preseason games, but the preseason doesn't really mean anything. It's just to show us where we can improve and everything. The regular season is where everything is important. But the preseason, we lost all our games, so Eric Richards got 17 tackles in one game, like 50 tackles across all four games. I don't know why my voice is doing it, but anyways, Eric Richards posted some great stats in the preseason and continue posting them 
regular season. They're all ordinary tackles. You didn't really have any tackles for a loss, but you had a great number of production. But at, at but the regular season have been going great so far. But Eric helps to produce more. Get some tackles for loss. Maybe get some forced fumbles. I'm working on getting the TPE up. So far, the people of London Royal team have been really good to me. I love talking to all those people because they're great people to have as teammates. I know that things keep happening with Eric's production. I probably won't be with London very, very much longer. Next season, I might get called up. But anyways, it doesn't really matter. I just hope I can leave London to the playoffs this year. But that's how my draft night went. In the first game day, I was really nervous. Because I didn't know how we would do. Our defense was supposed to be one of the worst in the league. But we sure showed everyone out. In the in the Luchadors game, we actually had safety. At the second play of the game, if I'm not mistaken. At the kickoff. We didn't really do anything with the Bacine drive. But our defense... Showed out all the rest of the game. That's all I could ask ask of them. But yeah. Eric Richards had 22 combined tackles. And he worked hard in those two games. And I couldn't be more proud of him. As you know I made the guy. And I need him to be more more productive. And he needs to be productive. So he can be a good football player. And lead, lead a lasting impact. That's... That's what I want to do mostly. I want to leave a lasting impact on every team I am on. Maybe not a Hall of Fame worthy career, but my goal is to have Eric Richards be remembered. I came into this league not not too far, not too long ago. I came into this league through, through some arts and weeds I knew of that told me about it, but well, really only one our assembly told me about it. But in the, I was a little intimidated by the forms at first, unfortunately. But in the end, I got over it and tried to get into the forms. I learned how the forms work. My biggest challenge with the forms is the wiki, because I went for a lot of crap trying to get that thing to work. I'm not very good at wikis, if you can't tell. But after that, I managed to get the Ricky up. What's good so far, and everything's working. But my, my, but the, I managed to do the rookie point task, and that was, that was a little hard because it involved the wiki, but I managed to get it done. Notably, notably I was actually on the team who had the first overall pick as well. Sly, and he's the one that interviewed me for the first episode of this podcast, which was really cool. And I, I really like the guy for having done that and hopefully getting my confidence up for uh, for a new pod for me to do new podcasts because I want to do this. Only problem with me doing podcasts is I stutter a lot. That's that's been an issue for me. You can probably tell it from the. On this podcast, I'm trying not to stutter, but I'm trying to get over it, and hopefully I can. Eric Richards' bat story was basically he was born to Dean and Jane Richards. His full name is Eric James Richards, 
the jade's coming from his grandfather, who was a marine drill instructor, but passed away before, passed away when Eric was around 10. He and James were close, were really close, and it kind of hurt Eric to see him die. And he, and he keeps, and it's up to he keeps some of his father, grandfather's old military badges. But I digress. Eric used to always go to the University of Kentucky and University of Louisville basketball and football games with his dad because his dad used to be a University of Kentucky cornerback. Till he took a nasty hit from an offensive lineman and destroyed his knee. His mother, Jane, was actually the cheerleader for the University of Kentucky Wildcats, and that's how they fell in love. Eric has a fiance named Claire Jones, who is really sweet to him, and they've pretty much been inseparable. And I'll probably do a marriage story eventually. Right now, I just want to do this podcast. But that's Eric's fat story. He he's six foot, weighs two hundred well, two hundred and forty two hundred and fifty something. He's a hard hitting linebacker. That's that's what I made him to be a very hard hitting, very powerful linebacker. Okay, now we get on to a few questions. Well, so far only we have one question, but it's really interesting. I want to talk about it real quick. Basically, um, hold on, let me get to it. Swiferini, how to call him Swy, because I cannot pronounce that name. Asked, what's your favorite fact about London? And I only have one favorite fact about London. I just wanted to talk about King Henry VIII for a few minutes. He was the king of London from I don't know I don't know what year, but he was the king of London. And he at first he was an ordinary king, you know, just a normal, nice guy who wanted the best for his kingdom. I think, but he mostly just partied and stuff like that. But but the rest of England liked him at that time. His issue started up when his wife at the time, who was actually his brother's widow. Because his brother ended up dying. Kind of messed up there to marry your brother's widow. But he ended up marrying her. And she couldn't give him a, a male hair. Which kind of ticked him off. He went towards. He went to the Pope at the time. Don't, again I don't know his name. He went to the Pope. I, there's some facts around here I forgot. But he went to the Pope at the time. Asked for a divorce. But he, but he wouldn't give it to him. Because... Uh, See, King Henry's argument was that because he married a bird's widow, she couldn't give him a hair because that's what the Bible says. Well, at least it says that. The Bible says that marrying your brother's widow is not a good idea. But in the end, he did. And now, now he can't get a hair, so that's what he argued with. But the thing is, he was actually talking to like a side girl. I forgot her name too. I've forgotten a lot of facts about this. I just learned about this yesterday, so give so give me a break. Give me some time here. But you're talking to this girl, to this other girl, and she wanted to be queen. And the only way to do that was to get rid of the other queen. So he was working towards that. But they, but but they found out found the the love letters he sent her, and they were able to argue that his. That his reason for divorce was not for, you know, 
the Bible's sake, but for his own loving sake. So he had some issues there, and eventually he just got the idea to say, hey, I'm the king, I can do whatever the heck I want. So he overthrew the pope and started up his own... I mean, he sent, he started up his own religious kind of sat with him as the leader, I, I guess. I don't know if I call it a religious sat, but he called call himself the supreme leader of the English church. And he was able to get a divorce from his wife. That's the, and that's around the point he started going a little nuts. Basically, he would really get mad at women who couldn't give him a male hair, either divorcing them or beheading them. And then he started becoming more of a tyrant, basically beheading anyone who spoke out against him, basically becoming the opposite of the king he was before. He became very feared and very hated. He, he ended up die he died of old age or something. He basically got really fat and he died because just when the point where he started to go really crazy was when he was taking that when he was jousting and he get, took a, took a big fall off of his horse. Some people, and some, a lot of people theorize that that brain damage was what made him really start to snap. And it led to a lot more beheadings and tyrannical rule. And after that, he wasn't very active, but he kept eating like a thousand calories per day or so. Way more than the recommended amount. It might have been 1,000 or 5,000 calories. Basically, he got really fat and it's and for some reason, his legs started oozing, oozing goo or something. I can't really remember what it was, but his legs start, started oozing green stuff. Learn all of this from YouTube. If you want to learn more about King Henry VIII, I recommend going over to Oversimplified's channel and watching his new video about it. But that's that's the first question I want to to answer. Now we can continue this this podcast with a segment talking about some of the things I hope to accomplish in the in the SFL. One of the bigger things is I uh, hope to one day get a player in the NSFL Hall of Fame. Though I know how difficult that is, but I do hope to. Maybe Eric Richards, maybe some other player down the road, but that is one of my biggest goals. Another goal in mind is to leave a big lasting impact on the NSFL as a whole, whether it's through my through my locker room presence or for some other stuff. I want to leave an impact that can be felt for a long time. Basically, I want to be remembered in this league and not just be a one-off. So I'm probably going to stick around for a while, even when the quarantine ends. Speaking of, quarantine has really done a number on me. Basically, I've been stuck in this house for a while, unable to work, not unable to go to stores. Basically, barely able to do anything. The only time I've really gone somewhere in the past few months, in the past month, was go to this to a friend of my dad's house because he had a deer head that my dad had to pay for. That's the only time I've been out of this house for a month, and it's really starting to affect me. All the days seem routine right now. Though, though this past Saturday, some of my family members visited to finish Dad's deck. Basically, Dad, before we built this deck, we just had a little wooden little 
landing spot. It wasn't a deck at all. Just a little, little spot that you go down the... He just exit when he exit out the back door. That's where you go down on. So we so we tore that apart and built this deck to go around our new pool, which we bought from some neighbors. We're hoping to open up this pool in the next couple of weeks, which should be pretty sweet for me, because I need something to distract me, other than the NSFL from this quarantine. Recently, Dad had been trying to get security cameras because some of our neighbors have been a bit sketchy. Basically, my neighbors, our neighbors who live behind us, the, actually the one next to the one behind us, excuse me, my, I just got done drinking a soda, so my throat's starting to bubble a bit. But the neighbors behind, beside the one behind us, one behind us are cool, though. But the neighbors one beside them... They own a cat and they don't have a litter box for it. They just want to go to that bathroom wherever it pleases. That really irritates my dad right now. Sorry, my bird's starting to talk. That's a little irritating, but it's really starting to irritate my dad because he likes to put his mulch down and the cat likes to take craps in it and it's really annoying me. So that's one big issue I've been having lately. But yeah, we, we have to deal with that issue and when Dad finally started getting cat traps and actually captured the cat at one point, neighbor's friend to call the cops on him because he captured the cat, so Dad's filed a report on them. So that's the issue we've been dealing with. I don't get why you would not have a litter box for your cat. Why would you just let it do whatever it wants? None of it makes sense. Uh, I When I had cats back when I lived with my mom, you always have whereabouts for him. I don't understand how you can just let this cat just run everywhere and be a nuisance. It's really a big issue for the neighborhood. It's not just them. It's, there's also neighbors in front of us that had that do the same issue. Though I don't know what they're going to do it anymore since they saw Dad with the cat trap. Basically, Dad's not taking this stuff anymore. And he's going to show them what's going to happen if you do it again. Yeah, that's an issue we've been dealing with. Another issue, but the deck building has been going well. We actually finished it last Saturday, pretty much. It's a big deck, new wood, two stories, very nice. We actually turned the deck building into some kind of family party. Small one, not very many people, but a family party, like... Only one fam, like two family parts of the family. They're not the whole family. But yeah, but we grilled out and we watched TV. We put the, the old, see, we got a new TV in our living room and we keep the old flat screen outside so, when, so we can put it on the deck to watch stuff with. So that's pretty good. But yeah, the deck building went really great. And that's that works out for me. So, I think that's going to be it for NSFL ramblings. I'll see you guys later and bye bye.